Hello and welcome to another edition of Out of the Blue Podcast from Blue Zion Ministries. Grafted, gifted, and grounded with whole tree theology right out of the 11th chapter of Romans, connecting the covenant pages of the seamless 66 books of the Bible we hold in our hands. We are dedicated to help, encourage, and inspire you to live the Word of God out loud. And now, here's your Out of the Blue host, Evangelist S.J. Norlock. Shalom, shalom. Praise the Lord, everybody. I pray that you're all having a good day. Uh, excited about the uh, inspirational nuggets that have been uh, in my heart. And just wanted to share those with you today real quickly. And I um, want to say I'm thankful for all those that have been jumping on board. I pray that this is a blessing to you in some way uh, on your journey. Well, I just want to dive into a particular scripture in Isaiah chapter number 40 and verse number 11. It says, He shall feed his flock like a shepherd. He shall gather the lambs with his arm and carry them in his bosom and shall gently lead those that are with young. Looking at the scripture here, of course, the shepherd itself in Hebrew more um, of a passionate shepherd because what's used is rea, which is... Uh, somebody with passion, uh, somebody with a consuming passion. So this shepherd is uh, definitely focused upon this lamb. What's also so very interesting is that this lamb, uh, the word here in Hebrew is tela or tela, which is the only time in the whole Bible that it is used. From what I understand, there's about nine different other words in Hebrew that are used for lamb. Uh, most common would be called uh, kebas or kebas, uh, which simply refers to a yearling sheep uh, or a, just plain a lamb. Uh, other words are for ewe lamb, sacrificial lamb, lamb without spot or blemish. And uh, so this is the only time that this lamb uh, or the word tela is used. But what's so interesting about this is the meaning of this lamb is one that is blemished, spotted, or wounded. It's a lamb that the good shepherd is carrying uh, that is not perfect, it's flawed, or had been wounded and cannot walk or feed on its own. Uh, it can't even keep up with the rest of the flock, in other words. What's so awesome about this is that the wounded lamb uh, he's not just taken care of also in the general way, but he's also taken care of by being fed from the hand of the master shepherd. He's allowed to drink water from the palm of the shepherd himself. So I think this is just powerful uh, in the sense that maybe this is one of the lambs that are having a bad day, a little wounded. Maybe the uh, the le the leg is sore or or... Um, you know, just some some part of the the lamb itself um, uh, is is not cooperating uh, to to keep up with the rest of the of the whole flock. So, uh, I think it's just awesome how here we have a shepherd that recognized that he's full of passion, and he picks up this lamb uh, in his own arms. The book of Luke, chapter number fifteen, uh, and I think it's even verse number five talks about, of course how that there's the flock of 100 sheep and does not he leave the 99 and go seek for the other. And when he finds him, he says, rejoice. And that's verse number five. For I had found 
this lamb that was missing. And um, he has this lamb with a perfect passion strapped around his shoulders. I can see it. And um, I'm not saying it's a bad lamb. I'm not saying this lamb did something wrong, uh, perhaps no fault of his own. Uh, he is now being carried by the master shepherd. Uh, so I think this just ties in with that Isaiah chapter 40. What's so cool also is that in Isaiah chapter 40 and, and the, the first verses that surround this 11th verse is the voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Uh, every valley shall be exalted, every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the crooked um, shall be made straight. That's verse number three and four of the same chapter. Uh, just on the flip side, after verse number 11, who hath measured the waters in the hollow of his hand and meted out heaven with the span and comprehended the dust of the earth in a measure and weighed the mountains and scales and the hills in a balance. So surrounding this, you could say, weak verse, something that looks wounded, are these strong verses. You know, John the Baptist quotes from Isaiah 40. It's prophecy. Uh, you know, history written in advance. Then you have verse number 12, you know, who can measure the mighty hand of God and what's going on here? Just impeccable. But you'll find in verse number 11, it's this picture of this shepherd, of course, a strong shepherd, but a passionate shepherd carrying this wounded weak lamb. Sometimes we have a bad day. Sometimes we have a wounded day. Sometimes our mind is scattered and Lord help us to bring back the faith focus in it all. And here we can entrust in scripture, such as Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. I have no need for nothing else. He leads me, he guides me, he causes me to drink and feed. Yea, though I walk through the valley, he's with me. So we got this awesome picture, amen, that in the middle of maybe a great day before, and we, we have hope and faith, there's a great day gonna happen tomorrow. But if you're having that bad day, notice you might be the teller the one lamb in the whole Bible that's mentioned that a shepherd's going to pick up, um, sandwiched in between powerful scriptures. Uh, I, I want to say you can look at uh, even Joseph himself. Uh, Genesis chapter 50, his brother's approach. There's a lot of passion going on there. But he simply says, and I kind of paraphrase here, what you meant for evil, God meant for good. Notice the word evil is on one side. Notice good's on the other side. But God is in the middle. This powerful Elohim, this powerful uh, Shem, the name of God, is in the middle. Which, which, when God's in the middle, what's meant for evil turns out to our good. Ties into that good, good, wonderful Romans chapter 8. I mean, we know all things work together for the good. If God's in the middle of it all, Evils turn to good. You could say evil, God, good. Try that in your circumstance. Evil, God, good. It was Mary, you'll find in Luke. I believe it's the book of Luke, chapter number two, uh, verse number uh, 40 through 51. She she uh, looks at her son uh, at age 12 and, you know, uh, holding in, holding his own in discussions in the scriptures with the sages of Israel uh, in the temple courts. Uh, amazing, right, right there. Uh, of course, Jesus even showed himself to be right at home in the temple. Mary comes, Joseph, searching for him. And 
she simply says after the fact in verse 51, she treasured up all these things in her. There is a biblical scholar who explains that these are standard words uh, in Jewish thought. Thinking about events in one's life so one can make sense of and narrate what God was doing in history. So when it says she treasured up all these things in her heart, it was like Mary zooms out and looks at the full picture to see the scope of what's happening. There's a reason he's in the temple. There's a reason we have to look for him. There's a reason we have to compliment, co- contemplate these things in our minds and in our hearts. Jacob even experiences this uh, when he got dreams uh, from God uh, in Genesis, I believe Genesis chapter 28, says he kept the saying in his mind. Daniel with his visions and dreams and, of course, followed by the everlasting dominion, one like a son of man. Uh, After seeing these visions, he explains, but I kept the matter in my heart. So all of these three people, Mary, Jacob, Daniel, they begin to uh, uh, use this whole Eastern kind of thinking that I I, I kept these things looking in it with uh, from center to circumference from the periphery to the core. I'm looking at the bigger picture here and what God has in mind. So realizing your circumstance, have a little uh, zooming out and uh, look from center to circumference, from the periphery to the core of what God's doing. He's carrying you in his wonderful, powerful hands. Uh, When all things don't seem like they're working together, amen, know that they're working together. God's got the tela, the wounded lamb, in his arms. Uh, So be encouraged today. Thank you for listening to this little nugget. I just want everyone to know that, uh, amen, God is on our side. Uh, When we're walking by faith and not by sight, amen, Uh, we're just going to believe the Lord for uh, the impossible, trust him for the invisible, Uh, Amen. Because when things just look natural, know that the supernatural uh, is on our side in working things out behind the scenes. So God bless you. We're we're the sheep of which he's the shepherd. We're the dust of which he is the divine. We're the creature of which he is the creator. We're the clay of which he's the potter. But know that he's got you, amen, right in the center of his strong and everlasting arms. God bless you today. Thank you for listening to Out of the Blue. You have a great, great day. Thank you for joining us. We hope you've had your inspiration moment today. As we continue to pray for you, please remember to pray for this ministry as we endeavor to work in the kingdom of God. If you feel led to support this ministry, you can visit us on the web at bluezionministries.com to partner with us in evangelism. While there, you can also find prayer journals and music CDs available for purchase. And be sure to check out our Israel tour information if you'd like to find out more about visiting the Holy Land with us. It's all at bluezionministries.com. We look forward to our time with you next week here on Out of the Blue Podcast. Please invite a friend. And remember, remain zealous over Zion.